0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing this morning? Oh, come on, you could do better than that. Let's give God a shout of praise this morning. He's a good God. If you have breath in your lungs, if you have a roof over your head, if you have some food in your stomach, you have something to give God praise for this morning. Amen. It is so good to see you here this morning, and I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to prepare yourself. Everyone say, give it back. Turn to your other neighbor, tell them, get up. I believe that we are heading into what I call a get up season. For those of you at home, some of you are going through a difficult season that I was sharing with some people earlier this morning, that when going through the pandemic, a lot of people came together. A lot of people really worked together when the pandemic hit to support, to come together to to encourage, bring some unity. But now as we're coming out, we're beginning to see a lot of the cracks exposed. A lot of the struggles that happened as a result of COVID, a lot of the families that were together, a lot of the troubles that weren't dealt with during that time are now coming to surface now that we're coming out of something. You see, when we're in the battle, we could fight. It's coming out of the battle sometimes that it's a little difficult to come together and to band with one another. So I want to encourage you. I want you to know that even whether we're in a pandemic or whether in a time of blessing, that we're here to support you, to pray with you to be by your side for those of you at home right now I need you to understand that we are coming to a season of get up and I want you if you have your Bibles to turn to Joshua chapter 7 we are skipping Joshua chapter 6 because I just preached on that a few months ago I felt I didn't want to go back into Joshua chapter 6 if we already preached on the walls of Jericho and if you don't remember that that was a sermon that meant shut up in March there's times in our lives where we begin to get, we get start complaining about the things that we're going through. And there's when, when you're believing God for something, there comes a time where you just got to shut up and march. The children of Israel, I want to set this up for you. They, they, they take down this huge city without shooting an arrow, with no siege weapons, and no army just obedience walking around the walls. And at a certain time, they were told to shout. But not shout at the walls, shout unto God. And that's the problem. Many of us are spending too much of our time shouting at the walls in our life instead of shouting to God who brings down the walls. That this great miracle that took place where the walls come down God gave them a command and said, everything that you get from this first city, there's a principle. Everyone say principle. You do not break the laws of God, but you can violate them. You you don't break the laws of God. You violate them. And when you violate them, there's consequences that come as a result of that violation. Those of you at home, you can't get away from breaking the laws of God. You don't break them, you violate them. And that that principle was this. The first of everything, stay with me. The first of everything, everyone say first. The first of everything belongs to me. Not, not Pastor Dan, God. It belongs to me the first animal that's born that belongs to me the first son that's born that belongs to me the first harvest that comes in that belongs to me the first of everything is mine I don't want your leftovers I want the best of what you have the first thing in the morning I want your best of your attention I want the best of your worship I want the best of your uh, of your heart and what what happens here is that they were told to dedicate everything from that first city unto God, burn everything. That sounds like a waste. But God says, I want everything destroyed because the first belongs to who? God. To God. Well, this one dude, while they're rushing the city, finds three items. He finds a Babylonian robe, a bar of gold, and over 200 coins of silver. And when he sees these things, he's like, I look pretty good in this Armani suit. Throwing on the Babylonian robe, wrapping up the gold and the coins, and then hiding it. They go to fight a tiny city by the name of AI. City so small it only has two letters. (laughs) And it was so small that when the armies got ready to go up to fight them, they told... Joshua, hey, don't bother the whole army. Just send up maybe 2,000 men. That's how tiny this place was. We we don't even need to bother with these guys. Just send up a small army. Are you with me? The walled city falls. They defeat the whole city. The tiny city kills over 36 men. 36 families are now mourning. Joshua 7, this is where we pick it up. Verse 19, Joshua said to Achan, and that name just sounds like trouble. (laughs) Achan, Joshua said to Achan, my son, I beg you, give glory to the Lord God of Israel. Everyone say glory. glory. And make your confession to him and tell me now what you have done and do not hide it from me. Those of you at home, bow your heads with us as those of you here as well. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. The walls of Jericho fall. And with the strong arm of God, you see one of the greatest miracles as they take this city. And everything was supposed to be dedicated unto God. Every every animal, every person, every possession, all coins, all gold, all garments. Burn it all. Get rid of all of it and just offer it up as an offering unto God. And to them it may have seemed like a waste, but the children of Israel understood something. When I give God my best, God will always reciprocate and give me his best as well. But there was something called a corporate anointing. And it's something that we've lost that idea of because we are so much as individuals now. Everyone's concerned about our own thing. We're concerned about our own house. We're concerned about our own job, our own business, our own family, our own lives, that we forget about that our decisions could impact other people. And this corporate anointing that I'm telling you about rested upon the children of Israel that as long as they obeyed what God told them to do, God's blessing would always cover them. And then when you obey God, that opens up grace over your life and the covering of God over your life. Obedience brings blessing. You cannot ask God for blessing when you are out of obedience or you're operating in disobedience. And something happens here. This corporate anointing that I'm talking about, when the children of Israel were walking through the desert, the Bible says that their feet did not swell and their clothes did not wear out. that because they obeyed God and the corporate anointing when they were in unity, God had a way of making the gas in your car go a little farther. Make sure that your body was a little more healthy. Make sure that, you, that there was, your clothes did, that you didn't grow out of your clothes That to the point where God was beginning to make sure that everything you've invested in, that God brings blessing back to you. That was called the corporate anointing. That God called Moses, Moses, and through his obedience and those that operated in agreement with him, had the blessing of God over them. When you stepped out of that blessing, you were open to curse. On your life. On. Whenever you break away from the corporate anointing, your decision, well, it's my life. It's my life. It's my, my family. It's my job. It's my money. It's my, it's, it's my ministry. It's, it's about me. But what ends up happening, follow me on this. Because one man decided to break the law of God You don't break the law of God. You violate. So there are going to be consequences. And so when when they go to fight this tiny city and get defeated after defeating the walled city of Jericho, Joshua is freaked out and he calls unto the Lord and he's asking God, God, why? What is taking place here? You see... We, we, we shouted and the walls of Jericho fell. We believe God for a promotion. We believe God for a baby. We believe God for a home. We believe God for a new business. We believe God for expansion. We ask God for healing. We ask God for breakthrough. We ask God to, for a new car. We ask God for a new house. We ask Him for all these things and God gave it to us. How many of you, you prayed for something and God came through in your life? Come on. Amen. Those of you at home know what I'm talking about. But then this guy by the name of Achan comes along. His name means troubler. Man, you know, the parents, be careful what you name your kids. For, for his parents to name him Achan, they, they were destining this kid to trouble. His name meant trouble. In those days, whatever name you were given became a prophetic declaration of your future. And as the children of Israel went and ended up getting defeated by these guys, as a result, I want you to see what happens. Verse 6 of chapter 7. Then Joshua tore his clothes, fell face down on the ground before the ark of the Lord, and he remained there until the evening. The elders of Israel did the same, and they sprinkled dust on their heads. They, they did that to show, they would tear their clothes and sprinkle dust to show on the outside how they felt on the inside. It was outward expression. It was a period of mourning. Notice what Joshua says. And Joshua said, Alas, O sovereign Lord, why? Have you ever asked God that? Why? Why did this happen? Why did they die? Why did they get sick? Why did we lose a home? Why did we get fired? Why did we get laid off? Why did, they, why did this happen? Why are we going through this? And Joshua is asking God, why? Why did you ever bring the people across the Jordan to deliver us out of the hand of the Amorites just to destroy us? Would you bring us this far just to kill us? Why, would you even, why didn't we just stay where we were at? I should have stayed single. I should have never served God. I should have never started that ministry. I should have never taken that chance. God, why are all these things happening to us? And Look what he says. If we had only been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Oh, come on, somebody. Some of you right now are regretting your decision to follow God. Because it was easy when you were in the world. There, there was no no opposition when you were on the devil's side. But now that you decided to get right, now that you decided to get clean, now that you decided to start serving God, there's some opposition that's coming your way. And when that opposition arises, now you're beginning to wonder, man, is it even worth going forward? Some of you are thinking about giving up right now, giving up on your marriage, giving up on your family, giving up on your business. But I came to tell you that God is still here. He is still on the throne. He is still the God that created the heavens and the earth. It's not over. But as he cries to God, I want one of the things I love about Joshua, he, he's just open with God. And one of the things I've noticed is those closest to God had the open heart with God. Amen. Moses told God, these are your people. What are you telling me to lead your people for? <laughs> they, they're individuals that have the ability to talk openly with God. Amen. God knows what you think already, Amen. folks. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard people say, fake it till you make it. No, nah. faith it till you make it. Yeah. Faith it till you make it. You don't have to fake it till you make it because God knows your heart. Amen. You got to be honest, just like the father of the, the demon possessed child that says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. There's a part of me that doesn't believe. There's a part of me that's doubting right now. But God, I'm going to trust you in the midst of this. Now I want you to see what happens here. Stay with me. Verse eight. Pardon your servant, Lord. Now, now, Joshua's thinking he did something wrong. Whenever something starts going wrong, we, we start doing some evaluation. And Joshua's looking at himself. He says, pardon your servant. What can I say now that Israel's been routed by its enemies, that Canaanites and other people in the country will hear about this? They will surround us. Wipe out your name from the earth. Then what then will you do for your own great name? Man, I, I love what Joshua's doing here. He's saying, God, remember who you are. It's not our name that's going to get wiped out. It's your name. And so he's thinking that he did something wrong or there's somewhere that God just abandoned them. Have you ever felt like God abandoned you? Come on. Ever felt like the time where God just wasn't there like you were hoping? Stay with me. I'm taking you somewhere. He's panicking. He's having a moment of panic. I got to be honest with you. Lately, I've been going through those panic seasons, going through these seasons where I'm waking up at night worried about things. I'm not a worrier. That's not me. That's not who I am. I've never been a worrier. I've never been one that stays up thinking about things. I've always been able to hand things over to God. And I find myself at times I I can understand what 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 Joshua is going through. Coming out of the pandemic and, and the people that, that, that have transitioned and people that have moved and the things that are going on. Look at verse 10 with me. This is what he says. The, the Lord said to him, I love the fact that when I'm going through a problem that I can pray and God will answer. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. We we, got to stop yelling at the walls and we got to start yelling to God. We got to start trusting that God knows what we're going through. And God tells him. And I love what God says here. He's praying. Now, listen, he's on his face. He's on his face before God. He's crying out to God. uh, I apologize. He's on on his face before God. And this is what God tells him. How how many know it's always a good time to pray? Until this moment. God tells him, stand up. Say it again, Pastor. Stand up. Why are you down on your face? I'm down on my face because I'm praying to you, showing humility, letting you know I need you right now. And God's like, that's not what I need right now. I don't need you in the position of kneeling right now. I need you in the position of fighting right now. I need you to rise up and take care of some things. You see, there comes a time to pray for your marriage. Then there comes a time to do something about your marriage. There comes a time to to pray about your health. And then there comes a time that you do something about your health. There comes a time to pray about your finances. But then there comes a time to do something about your finances. Faith without works is dead. I want you to see what happens here. I'm preaching to you, and I don't know if you're even receiving it. Stand up. What are you doing on your face? Israel has sinned and have violated my covenant, which I commanded them to keep. And they've taken some of the devoted things. Everyone say devoted things. That devoted things are the holy things, the things that have been set apart. These belong to God, okay? That was, they, they belong to God. And look, look what he says. They have stolen, they have lied. And they have put them in their own possessions. See, this is a problem that happens many times. For those of you at home, many times God gives us access and we confuse it with ownership. God gave Adam and Eve access to the garden, not ownership of the garden. And he gave them specific parameters to operate in the garden. But when they broke and violated the law of God, they ended up with the consequences. And I need you to understand, whatever God has blessed you with, whatever access you have, whether it's a house, a car, a business, whether it's a talent, an ability, whether it's a singing voice or the ability to play the guitar, whether you have the ability to deal with people or the strength to wrestle, whatever talent God has blessed you with, that talent has been given to you by God. You have access, not ownership. Access. Not ownership. I love what God does to Joshua here. He tells him to get up. And what's a trip? That word means to rise up, to establish, to confirm or to set up. And when's the last time you established a standard for your home? We will not allow certain movies to play on this screen. We will now allow certain music to be blasted in this We'll not allow certain influences to come into our kids. You're the gatekeeper. You're you're the one that watches over your family. Then he tells him to rise up, move from sitting to standing. Then he says to remove. Over 300 times in the Old Testament, this word remove is, it means to leave, to set aside, to go away, to separate or depart from. And I want you to see what he tells them. He says, Joshua, get up. I'm here to tell you right now that your season of get up is near. You got to get up. You got to make a decision to get up off your face and to rise up and do what God's called you to do. It's time to stand up. There comes a time to pray. There comes a time to intercede, but then there comes a time to do, there comes a the time to just get it right get it right there are prayers that God won't answer God won't answer a prayer that you're responsible to deal with I can't pray for God to fix my marriage when I'm the one that has to pour into my marriage I can't ask God to bless my finances if I'm not willing to work to do the things to be blessed in my finances uh, somebody got to hear me this morning You think you serve a God. You you don't want a God. You want a genie. You want to rub a lamp and have three wishes. That's not how God works. He works according to principle. Now look what Joshua does in verse 14. In the morning, this is what the, the word of the Lord comes. In the morning, present yourself tribe by tribe. And the tribe that the Lord chooses will come forward, and then clan by clan, and then the clan that the Lord chooses will come forward, family by family, and family the Lord chooses shall come forward, man by man. If I'm aching, I know I'm responsible for 36 men dying. Because of my decision, because of my choice, The protection of God's been removed from Israel. And their choices are now affecting other people. Dad, your choices are affecting your family. Mom, your choices aren't just affecting you. The decisions you make are determining what covering you have over you. God is, what God is doing, why, why call the whole nation together and then go tribe by tribe and then family by family, then clan by clan, then man to man? Why go through all of that? Because even then, the grace of God was operating. If he would just come forward. Now, this guy is one in three million people. was like... And there, there has to be someone else that stole stuff other than me. I can't be the only one. And that's the thing that the enemy does to you. You're not the only one. There's other people drinking. There's other people getting high. There's other people womanizing. There's other people cheating. There's other people that, that, are, that are fudging their taxes. There's other individuals that aren't doing the right thing. And so as a result, we begin to get to the point that we justify it in our minds because if other people are doing it, must be okay but but listen you're not gonna stand before God as a church Amen. as a community or as a family you're gonna stand to God in, before God individually I'm not gonna stand as pastor Dan I'm gonna stand as Dan Daniel Vera and I'm gonna give an account for my life before God now now follow me on this we're, we're gonna Omaha if you'd help me as we get ready to close here see they, they, they get the, man, We are talking 12 tribes, 3 million people. And with the priests, they use what was called the Urim and Thummim. And, and the Old Testament priests, and I don't know how they would, they're not necessarily sure how they work, but whether the rocks would illuminate when they came to, to, to that group. So as they're going through the groups, all of a sudden they come to Achan's tribe, and you know, they come to one tribe, nothing. Come to this tribe, nothing. And Achan's like, man, I'm, I'm cool. They come to his tribe. Oh, lucky guess. So now they let all the other 11 tribes go, and they're just focusing on. Now they go according to clans. Boom, they got his clan. Okay, well, we still got maybe half a million people here. There's no way they're going to find. Then family. Whoa, they got my family. Now they come, and they're going by man. And he's still quiet. Sometimes I wonder if we're more embarrassed that we got caught than we are sorrowful for our conviction. And they stay silent. He stays there while they're going through the tribes, going through the clans, going through the families, and then down to the man. And he comes to Achan. I love what Joshua tells him. He says, give glory to God. He doesn't say, it was you. He says... Give glory to God my son, why? Why does he say glory? Because Achan had stolen the glory of God. He didn't steal a robe, he didn't steal gold, he didn't steal silver, he stole the glory of God. When they went out to fight and 36 men were killed, God's name was brought under scrutiny, God's name was brought under question, and they begin to doubt as 36 men and their families lost loved ones. says, give glory to God, son. Tell me what you've done. Achan's tent represents our hearts, our lives. Achan steps forward. He says, you know, I, I saw this Babylonian robe, and it was beautiful, and I, I coveted it. And next to that, there was some gold, gold bar, and then I saw these coins so I took them and I went and I hid them in my tent and I buried them, I hid them. Joshua said, go get them. Why three things? Notice these three things as I close. Babylonian robe. Where is this brother going to wear that robe? Where's he gonna be able to sport that thing? Israel gonna have a gala and he's gonna come out with his pimpin' robe? Come out? Hey, where'd you get that? Oh, I picked it up over there at that store. You know, it's really He couldn't sell it on eBay. He didn't have the ability to, to, to turn it over for more money. He saw it and he wanted what, what that robe represents, a new identity. He wanted to put on a new identity, but he could only put that thing on at home. He couldn't take it outside. And how many of us put on a different garment when we leave the house and we put on a new one when we get home? We're one person in public and we're another person in private. Where we, we put on one identity at home and another identity in public, another identity with the family, another identity with my wife, another with the boys. He couldn't wear that thing anywhere so he only it was only at home that he could put it on and when the enemy destroyed or came against Adam and Eve he attacked their image God's holding out on you but if you eat of the fruit you'll be like God they were already like God they were created in his image then he took the the bar of gold The bar of gold just symbolizes the world's wealth. And many times we're so concerned about making it. Come on, right now, just trying to get by. Trying to get ahead. Trying to make things happen. That we end up compromising. When we start looking at our resource as our source. let let me let me say that again we start confusing our resource as our source whenever we begin to look at our resource as our source God always dries up the resource because God always wants you to remember he's your source your job might pay you but God's your source you might, find, you might find yourself getting blessed by, through, through SSI or different areas. That's a resource, not the source. Don't ever confuse. God is always your source. And what he took is that he didn't trust God. And then you find the silver coins. And when's the last time we see silver coins? It's the very thing that Judas used to betray God. And how many times have we betrayed God? For just a couple coins, a a couple likes, a couple recognitions for followers, for a little approval here and there. I'm here to tell you today, it's time to stop burying the things that God wants you to have today. I want you to know that he took these things the wrong way and then he buried them. Now, now, now follow me. This is is where we close. And when I read these passages, it, it messes me up because... Joshua calls the people together. This is in front of the whole nation. They they come back and they bring the the robe, the gold, and the, the, the silver. And as you read the word later on, as you read the word, they take the things that he coveted and they burn them. Then they stone him, his wife, his children, and everyone in the tent. I read that, I'm like, "dang. God, that's a little a little testy, a little You' got a little attitude today, God. That's a, isn't that a little bit over the top? And whenever you see God overreact, it's because there's a principle there that he's willing to go to extreme measures to protect. See, the family knew about the robe, the gold, and the silver. The whole family was responsible for the thievery, and they needed to get rid of that from the community. Can allow it to affect. But what does Joshua tell him? He says, give it back. Achan, give it back. He says in verse 25, why have you brought this trouble on us? The Lord will bring trouble to you today. Then all Israel stoned him and after they had stoned the rest, they burned them. Great way to end a message, huh? <laughs> I just want to close with this question. What are you hiding from God today? What, do you take, what have you taken that belongs to Him? What things belong to God that you've stolen? Now, I'm not just talking Money. Even though some of you are watching a flat screen TV that belongs to God, because you don't give. You've stolen from God and you've taken. The whole thing that got Aiken in trouble was he took what belonged to God and he placed it among his own stuff. It's mine, not yours. I love my wife, but my wife is not mine. She's his. I love my kids, but my kids are not mine. They're his. I love my grandson, but he's not mine. He's his. I'm a steward of what God's entrusted to me. And I have to be wise with what God's blessed me with. Because it opens up the doors for more blessing. I want you to bow your heads right where you are right now. You're here right now. I just want you to search your heart. You might not be walking around in a Babylonian robe, hiding a gold coin, a gold bar, or holding 200 coin, uh, silver coins, but you are holding out on God. And you know that there's some things that God's been requiring of you that you've been holding back. Because you're afraid, you know, God, if I give you this, how am I going to get by? How are we going to make it? We're, you're, you're, there's some new things we're headed to. How am I going to finance this? How are we going to make this happen? And we're worried about those things. Those of you at home, I want you to understand that if God calls you to it, he'll provide you, provide for you through it as well. Just put God first. You're here, heads bowed, eyes closed. You're here and you recognize there's some things that you need to give back to God. Right where you are, would you just lift your hand? Just a private moment, yes, God bless you, God bless you, yes, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, yes, God bless you in the back as well. You're here right now and you just recognize there's some things that you, you've held on to for yourself. And it's not always money, it could be relationships, it could be heart, it could be passion, it could be devotion. It could be things that you've placed before God. So Father, you see every hand that's been lifted this morning. Lord, I pray right now in this this very holy moment that God, that we would right now unearth those things that we've hidden and give them back to you. Let us give you back the glory you deserve. Let us give you back the glory Let us give you back your name. Let us give you back the honor that is due your name. Lord, forgive us for stealing what belongs to you. Our lives, our potential, our future. Lord, I pray in this moment that your grace would cover every heart, every person, every individual. And that God, that you would even now in this holiest of moments, even for those at home, that God, in this moment, we would give you back everything that belongs to you. We call out your glory over your people in Jesus' name. Come on, everyone stand to your feet as we close this morning. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. When we put God first, God puts us first. And we don't lack for anything. And right now, there's a real fear of having enough right now. like we've seen it with toilet paper last year. <laughs> toilet paper. Who would have ever thought toilet paper was gold? We, we can get jacked up Sometimes and get things off the kilter. But when you place God first, God places you first as well. <laughs> Father, as we close this morning, I just pray your covering over every person, those watching online, those here in this place, and those that are on their way in for the second service as well. Lord, we just pray right now that God, if there's anything we've taken from you, that we would restore it, that we would give it back. Lord, your goal isn't to stone us and destroy us. Right now, God, your goal, Father, is to restore us and love us. Lord, forgive me, my God, if I ever thought that my resource was my source. You're my source. If I have you, I have everything. If I have you, I have everything I need. And I don't have to worry about a thing. In Jesus' name I pray. Everyone says, amen. 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 For those of you at home, remember, love God, love people. And let's change the world. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.